0: Right, hey everyone, my name is Ashley Little with Wholesaling Out of the Box. And today I am joined by Sean Bowen, Kaylee Boddy and Cameron Peters. And today we're gonna go over chapter five of Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Chris was an FBI negotiator for 24 years before deciding to, um, before retiring, excuse me, deciding to retire and starting his own company called the Black Swan Group that helps teach people how to better negotiate in areas of their professional lives. Sean has been a fan of this book for a really long time, and he regularly brings it up with us, um, uses techniques with our sellers and our buyers and everyone in between. So over the next few weeks, we're gonna finish going chapter by chapter of this, through this book. And so, and just, well, sorry guys, today has just been a whirlwind to discuss all of Chris's techniques. And without further ado, Sean, take it away so that I don't have to talk anymore. <laughs>
1: all right welcome back to it guys appreciate you joining us um today we're going over chapter five and some quick uh notes just of what this is uh we're going to be talking to deadlines understanding the use of the word fair um and we're also going to go to what is an extreme anchor and when do you use it um as well as loss aversion and then bend their reality um so and actually, that would be on the next chapter.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: all right, so that's right. Let me let me go back over here. We're gonna talk chapter five. So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and using a summary to trigger that's right. So I was looking at the wrong one on my notes. All right, so <clears throat> let's get to what's talking about when they say getting somebody to say that's right, uh, which is good to a wholehearted agreement. Or yes, you're right. Uh, Bad tempered agreement creates distant and places you in opposition. Um, And then using the summaries to trigger that's right. And what is that? Uh, Effective pauses, uh, minimal encouragers, mirrors, labels, paraphrasing, and summarizing. So I'm going to read these off real quick, and then we'll kind of go through it, um, how the team uses it versus how maybe you're perceiving to use it. So in effective pauses, that's encouraging your counterpart to keep talking. There's that void and somebody is going to fill it. Typically you want the counterpart to be filling that. Uh, Minimal encouragers. Uh, Yes. Okay. uh Uh-huh. I see. Shows that you're paying full attention. So during these sentences that people are talking about, to throw in these I understand, or I actually not using, I understand, but using, okay, or I see to let, just let people see the, or understand that you're taking knowledge, acknowledgement to what they're saying. Mirrors. That is one that is a really big one. Um, Listen and repeat back what you've heard, which we've talked about mirrors in other chapters. and, And this is a piece of somebody saying something to the effect of, yeah, the house was my mom's house and she just passed away. I'm sorry, so your mom just passed away? Or something that allows them to dig deeper into the sentence that they just said so that they can keep telling you things about what's going on. Labels. This is giving feelings a name to identify with how they feel. It looks like, it sounds like, it feels like. Uh, this is allowing them to keep talking um, to start describing certain things. And again, it's almost like a mirror, but it's considered a label. Paraphrasing, repeating your own words, what your counterpart has said to demonstrate understanding. Uh, Let's use an example of that paraphrasing. So you've asked about the kitchens, you've asked about the bathrooms, you have asked about the condition of the home. And to summarize that all up would be, it sounds like it needs a good amount of work, right? Um, On summarizing, uh, re-articulate meaning of what was just said, and acknowledge the underlying emotions expressed. So that would be paraphrasing and summarizing. And then we'll get to the next chapter next. So let's go through here guys and see what you guys felt about this. And let's talk with Cam and see how you start. You're on mute Cam.
2: Sorry about that. So the major things I use here, um, effective pauses. Um, I regularly test pauses when somebody's finished speaking and i just i just let it sit there for silence for a minute to make sure they're done talking and sometimes that encourages more talk um i always use um okay i usually use yep yep That that's my uh uh-huh or whatever yep 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 gotcha yep yep that's that's just the one that comes right out naturally um of course mirrors and always paraphrasing i would say honestly, one of the best people in this group about paraphrasing two values. Now not here is Jacob because Jacob paraphrased the hell out of something. Um, and I've learned, I've listened actually to him doing that. And I've learned a lot from that. Um, and so kind of what you said, after we're done talking about the condition of the house, or after we're done talking about um, family members, today it was family members, right? So you got two brothers, they just got a third of interest in the property, they all have to sign, you got power of attorneys, you got all this. So I listened to all that. And at the end, so sounds like everybody's got to come to the table on this. I mean, is that fair to say? Yep, okay. Do you guys get along, <laughs> right? And then the blunt question that goes with that and then discussing that a little bit more, but definitely paraphrasing. Um, but I would say one of the most powerful things here is the effective pause. Just letting other people talk. Stop trying to talk <laughs> and listen. So that in this first part here, um, to trigger that's right, um, that, is a great way to do that and then that paraphrase to hopefully get that's right you got it whatever it is instead of you're right awesome Kaylee
3: um when I first read this that that's right versus you're right I was like I was amazed because most people they love to hear you're right but I did certainly understand the point well that doesn't mean someone is actually going along with what you're saying. Your right could just be um, to shut you up <laughs> or to get through the call or, or, or whatever the case may be. That's right, that they are actually agreeing with you um, and you can move forward with, with something on that. So I really like that part. And um, getting to that's right, um, my problem because I'm an interrupter and I love to talk so that effective pause this tra- going through the training <laughs> that's really helping me I have to learn to shut up and wait and I get so impatient so if there's a long long wait I usually want to say something or clear my throat to make sure <laughs> the person does respond or something um um and I think everyone, most people naturally will do the minimal encouragers, like, uh uh-huh, even if they're not actively listening, but pretending to listen, Uh uh-huh, yeah. uh (laughs) I think that's natural in in everyone. Mirrors are very important, um, yeah, to make sure um, the other party knows that you are listening, and also to get a consistent consensus that you are, are both on the same page and are agreeing. Um, I've been doing that the mirrors a lot more lately um, on the calls and in um, personal life. but yeah I, all of this as to what Kim was saying and it all gets you to where you need to be so you can guys can move forward and you only move forward because they see that you're understanding and actually listening.
1: Awesome. Ashley, do you use these in your side of the house?
0: Um, thinking about it, I kind of do, but I'm not necessarily looking for a that's right. So I've realized recently something that I say a lot is, does that make sense? And that's sort of my like open-ended question, um, statement that gets people to start talking or giving more detail or whatever the case may be, they may not say exactly that's right, but I feel like when you ask, does that make sense? It's a very, you can tell if they feel like they agree with you or they don't. Um, It's going to be a very affirmative yes or a not so affirmative yes where you know there's something wrong there or a no (laughs) and they're telling you something's wrong. So either way, you're able to get to the comfort or help lead the conversation to where it needs to go. Um, I also think that I'm with Kaylee I have a bad time with the uh, the effective pauses because I just I'd rather fill the space (laughs) and I need to get better about that Um, I know that when we're on our calls for example I'll say does that make sense and then pause and I'll try to do the effective pause but it might not work and or I'll you know I'll I'll get too impatient and then I'll say questions, comments, concerns, anything else. <laughs> Cause I just can't, I can't stand it. So just needing to get better about that.
1: Nice. So there you are again, where everybody in the group can see where they use these things to their comfortability, right? That's a big part of this is that learning how to do it is one thing, actually putting it into play is a completely different process, right? So the effective pause is very hard to do. And it doesn't matter on what side of the house, but knowing that when you do that, and it doesn't matter if it's in sales sales, probably the best side of it. But when you're in on the other side of the house, we're talking about Ashley side, where accounting or dealing with closings or stuff like that. It can help as well. So this is one of those things that it's a big piece right? These are all triggers that allow people in a conversation, usually doesn't matter what it is, but you're going to get to the that's right. Uh, and yes, you're right. So that's right is obviously way better <laughs> than yes, you're right. Um, so this is, these are really good. These are good techniques, guys. These are things that really work in this business. The big pauses, the the one that I really like is the mirrors. Um, the cam saw I think you said, "Yep, yep, is yours." Um, I'm trying to think about mine because when I talk, I try to say like what it is, but I think it's like um, I get it. Okay, I got it. I got it. I think that's mine, right? The same thing as yeah, yeah, uh huh. Um, I think got mine it, got is it. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
3: Okay. Got gotcha. it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's good, where everybody realizes what there is, what theirs are, but how are you using them, and are you effectively using them? So, again, I'll go back to, like you said, Jacob knowing his paraphrasing is really big. Um, mirrors and labels are are mine. That's something that I've, over the years, I've gotten way better at, but did, didn't even realize the effectiveness that it has if you really dig deep into it and what it does. So, I think that'll do us for, for this chapter.
0: Well, I actually had a thought since this chapter is super short. Maybe yeah. we could do a little bit of role playing here to show some of the stuff. <laughs> that we're talking about because we've only we've been recording for a very short amount of time for us it's unusual okay
1: um let's try let's let's think about another one to do that because it just it's a short chapter it's a short one let's try role playing on some other ones on something else and then we'll we'll allow these people to listen to this chapter and we'll probably cut all this out
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a lot of work we'll see (laughs) okay um so then before we stop cam kaylee any final thoughts on Anything we've talked about in chapter five?
2: Not me.
3: No? Not me, other than I'm still working on labeling.
1: (laughs) That was not meant to be an intentional pause. Right.
0: I feel like labeling is really hard, though, to be fair. Yeah. Unless you're, I don't know, I, I think I do it subconsciously, but trying to do it consciously, I feel like I fail every time I try this stuff.
2: you have to so maybe something for anybody you have to like go over in your head or this is what i had to do may not work for you guys but you have to go i had to go over in my head and consciously commit to i need to always respond what sounds like feels like or seems like no matter what somebody says to me today that's going to be my response and it's a little more difficult some of them are really easy some are a little more difficult that has helped me And definitely every time I put my ear pods in, right, and I'm ready to make calls, I'm like, sounds like, feels like, um, seems like, okay, let's go.
0: So do you make that commitment just for like work stuff or do you start doing that to your wife and all of a sudden you're like, sounds like, feels like.
2: She knows it now. So she's like, don't do that shit on me. (laughs) (laughs) She knows the
0: Yep.
3: I use it at home to practice. I figured if I can make it a habit Um, Outside of the phone calls, and it'll just come naturally on the phone calls. I tried to do that to my daughter. She's 11. This morning, of her, she didn't properly clean up the bathroom, and she was giving excuses. I said, "So it sounds like you would rather suffer the consequences." than to do it right (laughs) yeah trying
0: i feel like that's probably a really effective one on kids too (laughs) like you might
1: want to get a butt whipping instead of cleaning the back
2: it does work on my eight-year-old it does yeah i like it
1: guys this is great we're talking about like life skills and sales skills (laughs) Yep.
0: All right. Well, cool. Short chapter. Um, let me pull up my little script again. So thanks so much guys for listening to us, uh, listening to us talk through chapter five of never split the difference by Chris Voss. We'll be back next week with chapter six. If you're enjoying our podcast or our YouTube videos, please leave us a review, a comment, let us know what you want to learn about what you want to see. Um, it never split the difference or traction or anything on wholesaling out of the box has helped you with something we really want to know. So that's about it and talk to you guys soon. Bye. Hey everyone. It's Ashley with wholesaling out of the box. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We've got a lot more content coming for you on your podcatcher of choice, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the above. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you would be willing to write a review if you have the time today us down on whatever wherever you're listening to this because reviews help us so much to get in front of more people and it lets us see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you're interested in, things like that. So give us any kind of feedback. Sean and I are always saying we like all feedback, all uh constructive criticisms, so that we can get better, so that we can give you the content that you're looking for. So if you could leave us a review, that would be magical. And that's that's it.